RTHK, the news at one with Barry O'Rourke. The headlines, tickets go on sale for express rail link services after a break of about three years. But this Sunday's resumption of high-speed rail travel to the mainland leads to MTR manpower concerns. And Hong Kong composer Do Ming Lam, known as the father of new music in Hong Kong, dies at the age of 96. Travellers can now book tickets for high-speed train services between Hong Kong and the mainland. Yesterday, the government announced that the express rail link would reopen on Sunday after a three-year break due to the COVID pandemic. It'll feature a new service and cover more stations in Guangdong. Alok Jane is the CEO and Managing Director of TransConsult, a company that provides consulting services in transportation. Well, it is still, I would say, a partial resumption. It's a welcome move, obviously, long awaited. Uh, it's, uh, it resumes the connection between Guangzhou and Hong Kong, the high-speed network. But obviously, uh, it's still uh, a number of other destinations. I mean, high-speed used to operate more than 50 destinations into mainland China prior to the COVID. And I think those resumptions will also be equally important to attract enough people to use the West Kowloon Station and coming back to Hong Kong from mainland. About 200 people started queuing at West Kowloon Station ahead of high-speed rail tickets going on sale at 2pm. This woman, surnamed Lam, said she had been there since 8 o'clock this morning. She said she had reserved a quota to go northbound through the Shenzhen Bay border control point, but that she still prefers travelling by high-speed rail. If I can get the high-speed train ticket, then I will get rid of that one, the quota, then I will choose this one. Because it's more comfortable bringing the kids together. Because my kids, they are having final exams. So I think maybe after final exam, then I can take them back to Shenzhen, have some fun and visit relatives. Transport Minister Lam Sai Hung says 10,000 tickets will go on sale every day, split evenly between northbound and southbound services. He said authorities would consider increasing that number later. We have to ensure that the smooth and orderly operation of the West Kowloon station together with the immigration services, etc. So we will review the operation of the uh, rail services and then we will uh, take into account of the demand and then we will see how we can increase the number of takers on a daily basis. Mr Lam said there was no timetable for the resumption of longer routes but that officials were liaising with the mainland. But the head of the Hong Kong Federation of Railway Trade Unions, Lam Wai Kern, says the reopening of the express rail link will heighten the effects of a manpower shortage at the MTR. He was speaking on RTHK. I think the problem of manpower shortages will gradually emerge. When a station goes into operation, I believe it will basically be safe. But if there's an emergency requiring evacuation or some other kind of protocol, our colleagues may not be able to execute the plan right away. They will need the support of colleagues from other stations. In the case of an emergency, this would be a great inconvenience to the public and it would put a lot of pressure on staff. Hong Kong composer Doming Lam, known as the father of new music in Hong Kong, has died at the age of 96. Mr Lam's family said he passed away yesterday. 
Born in Macau in 1926, Mr. Lam was known for his commitment to modernizing Chinese music, and his works combined traditional Chinese melodies with avant-garde music. He moved to Hong Kong in 1947, where he helped found the Sino-British Orchestra and was one of their violinists. He also studied in Canada and the US before returning to Hong Kong to produce classical music programs for Rediffusion and RTHK. The mainland's inflation rate accelerated last month, driven by rising food prices. Vicky Wong has more. Data from the National Bureau of Statistics showed prices on the high street rising 1.8% annually in December, compared to 1.6% for the previous month. For the whole of 2022, inflation rose by 2%, well within a government target of around 3%. Meanwhile, the producer price index, a more general measure of inflation away from the high street, fell 0.7% last month, much less than the 1.3% annual fall seen in November. The producer price index for all of last year came in at 4.1%. The United States is deploying a new marine littoral regiment in the southern Japanese region of Okinawa. The U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin made the announcement in Washington alongside visiting Japanese ministers. We're replacing uh, an artillery regiment with an outfit that's more lethal, more, uh, more agile, more capable. I think this is going to contribute in a major way in our efforts to help defend Japan and also promote a free and open Indo-Pacific. The Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, has addressed Parliament in neighbouring Papua New Guinea, saying he looks forward to striking a new security deal with the country, which gained independence from Australia in 1975. Mr Albanese, who's on a state visit, said he wanted the two countries to have an even stronger defence relationship. A treaty that will underpin our work together to address PNG's priority needs, including law and order challenges, strengthening the justice system, and strengthening the rule of law, a treaty based on deep trust. Russia has put a new man in charge of the war effort. The chief of the general staff, Valery Gerasimov, replaces General Sergei Sudovikin, who was only appointed last October. Shashank Joshi is a reporter with The Economist. Surovikin has only been in charge for a few months, and his entire tenure in office as, as the top general in charge of the war in Ukraine has been one of uh, reconstituting forces for a new offensive at some point this year. Therefore, he's untested. Uh, it's too early to say that whether he's failed or succeeded. All he's done is preside over a withdrawal from Kherson and um, build up um, mobilized forces in preparation for an offensive. A lawmaker from Britain's governing Conservative Party has been suspended after comparing COVID vaccines to the Holocaust and claiming they're causing serious harm. Andrew, Andrew Bridgen will now sit as an independent MP while a formal investigation into his comments made on social media takes place. Britain's Prime Minister Rishi Sunak condemned the comments. It is utterly unacceptable to make linkages and use language like that, and I'm determined that the scourge of anti-Semitism is eradicated. It has absolutely no place in our society. And I know that the previous few years have been challenging for the Jewish community, and I never want them to experience anything like that ever again. Police across Brazil have been ordered to prevent road blockades and the invasion of public buildings after supporters of the former president, Jair Bolsonaro, called for new protests. Officials say they're determined to prevent any repeat of the disorder that saw government buildings stormed in the capital on Sunday. Addressing a group of politicians in Brasilia, the president, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, said any attempt to undermine the results of the election would be punished. 
Any gesture that contradicts or is against Brazil's democracy will be punished within the limits of the law. What you are doing with this degree is telling the people that we have to punish those who do not want to respect the law. We must punish those who do not want to respect the democratic order we have achieved with so much difficulty since the 1988 constitution. The Republican Party in his district has called on the controversial U.S. Representative George Santos to resign immediately. Party leaders in Nassau in New York State said his lies had made him a disgrace to the party and the U.S. Congress. Mr. Santos says he won't resign, despite making a series of untrue statements during his election campaign. He said he was Jewish, which he is not, and made claims about his education, employment, charity work and property ownership, none of which are true. The chair of the Nassau County Republican Committee, Joseph Cairo, outlined Mr. Santos's failings. George Santos's campaign last year was a campaign of deceit, lies and fabrication. His lies were not mere fibs. He disgraced the House of Representatives, and in particular, his fabrications went too far. Many groups were hurt. Specifically, I look at those families that were touched by the horrors of the Holocaust and feel for them. Britain's culture minister has insisted that the famously disputed Parthenon marbles belong in the UK. Michelle Donnellan said they shouldn't be returned to Greece. The BBC's Katie Razzle reports. In recent months, there's been speculation that the museum's chair, the former Chancellor George Osborne, is close to agreeing a deal to send the artworks back to Greece. Michelle Donnellan told me she doesn't support a permanent return. I think sending them back is, a, is a, a dangerous road to go down. It's important that we stand up and protect our culture. This would open the gateway to the question of our entire contents of our museums. I mean, this is, this is a, a very slippery slope to go down. The Culture Secretary's comments do leave open the possibility of an Osborne deal if the plan, as some suggest, involves a short-term rotation of the sculptures to Athens in return for other Greek works of art. Ms Donnellan told me the law which prevents permanent return of the works is in the right place and the government has no plans to change that. Reports from France say a man suspected of stabbing and injuring six people at the Guerre du Nord railway station in Paris yesterday has been identified as a Libyan national in his 20s who was due to be deported. Police are not believed to be treating the attack as terror-related. Jeff Beck, the English rock guitarist who rose to fame with the Yardbirds in the 1960s, has died at the age of 78 of bacterial meningitis. The BBC's David Silito looks back at his life. Hi-Ho's silver lining in 1967 was Jeff Beck's most famous hit, but not really what he wanted to be remembered for. He'd made his name in the Yardbirds, replacing Eric Clapton. In the Jeff Beck group, he helped make Rod Stewart a star. He was much admired. The Rolling Stones asked him to join. He worked with Stevie Wonder, David Bowie and Kate Bush. In a career that lasted more than 60 years, he had more than earned his place as one of rock's great guitar heroes. The English Premier League champions Manchester City have been knocked out of the League Cup in the quarter-final stage. They lost 2-0 to Southampton at St Mary's. Seko Mara opened scoring on the 23rd minute before Musa Gineppo added to the advantage five minutes later. Southampton boss Nathan Jones says his team did more than just sit back in the second half. To be fair, second half we went out and we were aggressive again, and you know we had a we had a lot of situations where, all right, we, you know, 
we could have extended it, but I, I thought we were excellent. We were aggressive from the front. From the front, we defended superbly well. We looked organised, defended our box well, um, and not many people could keep clean sheet against Man City, and, and we did. And that's, that's something to be really proud of. But I thought the performance from start to finish was absolutely outstanding. We managed the game late on really well, and I'm just really proud of the group because they've they've taken some stick. I've I've had to take some, but but we showed tonight that we can be a real good aggressive side. The quarter-final match between Nottingham Forest and Wolverhampton Wanderers ended 1-1 after 90 minutes, so it went to penalties. Forest came through 4-3 in the shootout to reach the semi-finals. And Chelsea have signed the Atletico Madrid striker João Felix on loan for the rest of the season for a fee of 12 million US dollars. Chelsea boss Graham Potter is hoping the Portuguese international is ready for tonight's game against Fulham in the Premier League. Well, he's, he's a quality player. Um, <clears throat> can make a difference in the final third of the pitch. Um, young, but has obviously still had a lot of um, really good experience. So he's just a, a quality player that gives everybody a lift. It's nice to get him uh, here, get him get him uh, training today. So that's that's positive for us. And then um, <clears throat> and then we'll see for the for the game on uh, Thursday. There's also been an upset in the Coppa Italia. Torino stunned AC Milan 1-0 at the San Siro. Their last 16 tie was decided in extra time on a goal by Michel Ladopo. Elsewhere in the Spanish Super Cup, it's been played in Saudi Arabia and in the opening semi-final it finished 1-1 between Real Madrid and Valencia. Real Madrid went on to win 4-3 on penalties. World Cup winner Lionel Messi scored in his first game back for Paris Saint-Germain in a 2-0 win over Angers, who have lost 10 in a row. PSG are now six points clear at the top of the French League. Their closest challengers, Long, were held 2-2 by Strasbourg. The former tennis world number one, Naomi Osaka, has announced that she's pregnant. Last week, the two-time Australian Open winner pulled out of this year's event without giving a reason, having not played at all since September. The NFL player Damar Hamilton Hamil, Hamlin has been discharged from hospital nine days after suffering cardiac arrest during a game that shocked the league. The 24-year-old collapsed during a match between his team, the Buffalo Bills, and the Cincinnati Bengals after making a tackle, and he had to be resuscitated on the field. Bills coach Sean McDermott said the team would let Hamlin decide when he wants to return to the club. The Bills play their first round playoff match on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. And now to the weather. It'll be mainly cloudy with one or two rain patches, moderate easterly winds, fresh offshore at first, and the outlook warm and foggy tomorrow and on Saturday. Temperatures will fall appreciably later on Sunday. It'll be cold in the morning with a minimum temperature of around 12 degrees early to midweek next week. And currently at the observatory it's 19 degrees Celsius with a relative humidity now at 86%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Tickets go on sale for express rail link services after a break of about three years. This Sunday's resumption of high-speed rail travel to the mainland leads to MTR manpower concerns. And Hong Kong composer Do Ming Lam, known as the father of new music in Hong Kong, has died at the age of 96. And you're listening to the news on RTHK. The Brew with Phil Whelan on Radio 3.
Three Preachers on Radio 3 with some empty souls. Hello, good afternoon. It's nearly 20 past one. For a Thursday, we're doing things the other way round today. Thank you so much to Chef Neil Tomes, live from his Singapore kitchen. It was all about stuff that you kind of should have at hand any time, and he drags out a f- beautiful-looking roast chicken from his fridge. Anyway, the Caesar salad recipe was amazing, and the milk bread looked fantastic. The recipe will be up on our Brew Facebook page just a little bit later on. So, five to ten minutes from now, we're going to say hi to Mark Rawson for this week's Made in Hong Kong music session. That means all stuff from the wonderful Hong Kong artists and singers. Dancing shoes, I wanna make you move. It's so obvious. I- 